Happy Sabbath, everyone. All right, we're blessed to be in the house of the Lord. And, and um, I pray that we may all feast upon his word in this day and grow in, in spirit and in truth. So um, without further ado, let us open up with a silent word of prayer. Amen. From our last presentations and, and basically the whole crux of what the Lord has been showing and opening up was the, the 2300 days and um, a clearer and much better understanding of the sanctuary. Because um, as Ellen White says, and it is um, the foundation of our, it's the foundation of our faith, the, the sanctuary and the 2300. So as it is our foundation, we must, we must be sure to, to be set permanently on this foundation that we cannot be moved and that we cannot be swayed in, in any which way. Amen? Amen. So, um, but as this, the 2300 is our foundation, the entire 2300 and, and, and the sanctuary is all dealing with one specific and important topic of which the great controversy is basically all about and which is, is sin. It is, is, it is how the Lord works and how he moves through the, the heavenly sanctuary to cleanse and remove sin from each and every one of our lives. Amen? To save us and bring us back to the state of which Adam was, and even greater because of this, 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 amen, this experience and this revelation of God that the Lord has given unto us by, by eating of the, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So because we have, we have eaten as human beings of, of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, we have, the Bible says, we have become like, like God in knowing both good and evil. So because of this revelation of good and evil, the Lord must, must clear away all the rubbish that Satan has brought about and give us a right understanding of both what? Good and evil. Amen? So, amen, hot and cold. And we must separate the, the precious from the vile. Separate these two, these two ideas, separate these two natures, these two laws that are within our members, that we may have a right understanding of our condition and a right understanding of the character of God. Amen? That we may fully receive this, this garment and this, this, um, this righteousness. But the, the, the beauty of the 2300 is that the Lord shows us this um, he shows us how he is doing this work and how we are to cooperate with him in doing this work and getting us to a state in where we once 
left. And that is the, one of the most important things that should be in each and every one of, of our, um, as our, meaning as Adventists, in our minds. How are we going to be saved from our sins? How are we to make an end, um, make an end of sin to finish the transgression? And, and bring, amen, and to bring in everlasting righteousness. How are we going to bring everlasting righteousness into our lives? And the Lord shows that in his last week. As he lived and done all the, 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 the works of his father, he showed us how we are to do these, how we are to do these things. And the last week of Christ is encompassed and is, it is the center of the 2300 days. Amen. Because everything emanates to the cross and from the cross. So the, the last week of Christ, it is that great and grand revelation of how the Lord is to save us from our sins. And, and, um, and like Romario went over with, with Daniel 9, in these phases, it shows how um, he's going to bring us into this condition. And, and I pray that I may complement what Romario shows and give even, um, a, even more of an understanding of these very things. He, he's fine. So Daniel 9, and we all know how Daniel 9 begins, but with, for those who are unfamiliar, and I'm not going to read these these, um, what's these six verses, but Daniel 9 begins with Daniel praying for whom? For himself and, and, and for the Jews. Yeah. Amen. For himself and, and for the people. Thus fulfilling... Um, the, thus fulfilling the, 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 um, the acts of, of, of reinstatement, amen? Because he's, he's confessing his sins and the sins of the people, the, sin he, the sins and the sins of his fathers that, that he has done. And we go through Daniel 9, and we see that, that he receives this, this uh, revelation where Gabriel comes unto him and says, Seventy weeks are determined upon thy people, in verse um, 24, upon thy people, and upon the holy city to, to finish the transgression and to make an end of sins and to make reconciliation for iniquity and to bring in everlasting righteousness and to seal up the vision and prophecy and anoint the most holy. So this revelation given unto, unto, um, unto Daniel was, was, a, was a key or a, an understanding that brought him out of the confusion of what the 2300 days was about. Amen. So Daniel was given a, a, a key, amen, which is an understanding. So, so we're going to understand what this key is because this key is in, it has many different facets of what this key is. It comes in many ways, many blessings that, this, that is encompassed in this one word key. And one of it is to bring out of confusion. Because that's what we see, what it did for Daniel. It brought him out of confusion. Because Daniel 8 gives us the whole crux unto it. It says, unto 2,300 days, then shall the sanctuary be cleansed. But because he received that, he did, and he didn't fully understand it, Gera had to come again and give him a, a key in understanding the 2,300 days. Mm -hmm. Amen? But let us continue. So let's bring it to... To our time, how the Lord is going to help us in 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 um, in understanding better the 2300 days. In GC 4:23, paragraph one, it says the subject of the sanctuary was the what? Key. Was the key. 
It says, which unlocked the mystery of the disappointment of 1844. So the, to the Millerites, the sanctuary was also the key. So another point is the sanctuary. Amen. So the sanctuary is also a key. It is, so if it was Ellen White and the Millerites key, it is to be also our key. So a great, a great understanding of the sanctuary is needed for our reinstatement, for us to bring for out of unrighteousness to righteousness. This is what the 2300 is teaching. It is, uh, it is a key. If it's a key for them, it is a key for us. And it's, it is, and it's a key for all time. Amen. 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 Yes, we're going we're gonna to get to that. But it is a, it is a, it is a, it, it, it's a, it's a sad thing that, that, that they have taken away the key of knowledge. But because they have done so, it is, it is a blessing unto those who are seeking for that key, who are seeking for that, for that knowledge. And, and I'm going to write that down now that you brought it out. So this key is also knowledge. Okay. Well, let us continue. And it says, It opened to view a complete system of truth, connected and harmonious, showing that God's hand had directed, had directed the great Advent movement and revealed present duty as it brought to light the position and work of his people. So the, the sanctuary, which is this key, it is a is a complete system of truth, connected and harmonious. So next bold, it says light from the sanctuary illumined the past, the present, and the future. So this key, this sanctuary um, um, truth is going to illuminate both the past, the present, and the future. It is the um. Oh, I just left my mind, but let's. Yes, it's the third angel's message, but. It's the effect of all vision, of every vision. Thank you. It's the effect of every vision. But let's let's continue. L I F I N three o eight, paragraph one, and this is um, from James White. It says the work of of the cleansing, the work of cleansing this sanctuary at the close of the twenty three hundred days is a subject which should materially interest all Adventists. It says it pertains to the confession, pardon, and blotting out of sin. So the, the subject of the sanctuary, it deals with these three important things, the confession, the pardon, and the blotting out of sin. It says, and in a correct and intelligent faith sees the, the adorable Redeemer in the most holy of the true tabernacle, offering his blood before the mercy seat for the sins of those who have broken the law of God beneath, um, the law of God beneath it in the, in the ark. It says, true faith reaches within the second veil where Jesus and the ark, ark of God are seen. There, by the law, we have the knowledge of, of what? Of sin. It says, and through the blood of Jesus, we may find pardon and share eternal redemption. The subject of the cleansing of this sanctuary then is now and most thrilling interest of, of most thrilling interest, especially to all Adventists. It is the key to the great Advent movement, making all what? Plain. Making all plain. The sanctuary makes the entire Bible plain. Amen. So this is one of the, 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 this key that the Lord is giving unto us right now is to make the Bible plain. Amen. 
It is to make plain the entire subject. That way we can go to whomever the Lord um, sends us and make every single story plain and show each and every one in this world how the Lord is coming to save them from their sins and save them from damnation. Amen. Amen? Amen. It says, without it, without it, the movable is, the movement, amen, is inexplicable. Thank you. It says, Seventh-day Adventists dwell upon, next paragraph, dwell upon this subject with great delight. It opens to them the ark of God, in, in which is seen the ten precepts of his law. They keep, they keep them. It presents Jesus before the mercy seat, ready to plead the cause of sinners. It says, who in the spirit of penitence and confession go to him for help? They love and seek to obey him, so that, so that it is said to them, here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. They treat upon the subject of the sanctuary in their sermons and books and find a place for it among the symbols of prophecy upon their charts. Seven-day Adventists cannot spare the subject of the sanctuary, as it is the great center around which all revealed, revealed truth relative to salvation clusters and contributes more toward defining their present position than any other. So to understand the position and work of Christ, we must understand the sanctuary. Amen? Amen. At the same time, it says... But who? Nominal Adventists. So now you see the, the other the, the, the other side. It says nominal Adventists treat the subject as one of no interest or importance to them. Having in their own hearts abolished the Ten Commandments, they have no use for the Ark of God and cast it aside as an antiquated and unfashionable piece of furniture. Their sermons and their printed essays and expositions do not refer to the cleansing of the, of the heavenly sanctuary unless it be to oppose the views of Seventh-day Adventists and ridicule them, and ignorantly and contemptuously talk of heaven being dirty and needing cleansing. And as in, in the case of the three angels, you do not find the sanctuary represented upon their prophetic charts. Amen. It is. So to, uh, to find where the beginning of the transgression is, we must find the chart that does not have the three angels' message on it. So those who oppose the sanctuary or those who are doing this very work, those are the nominal Adventists. Amen? Amen. Okay. Let's continue. Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Because the a dirt brush man you can see it as a type of janitor to come in to clean the area mm -hmm. and such. And it was like they were saying that it has a lot of set of trees that are oh, yeah. that. Oh yes. So and the nominal ventus that come and like you said, they dwell they treat the subjects mm -hmm. as if they're dirty, they're taking the jewels and they're bathing mm -hmm. in Amen. He comes in to, to clean it and move yeah. out those those spurious things. Yes. Yes. 
Amen. You finished, Val? Okay, so S-Y-N-P-T, that's Synopsis of Present Truth, and I forgot who, who wrote that one, but I don't have it written down. And reading the bold, it says, Having seen that the cleansing of the sanctuary is, is a work of judgment, a key placed in whose hands? It's placed in our hands. We all, should have, we all should have recited that. A key that is placed within our hands. Because, because the sanctuary is being given to us even now. Amen. It is being given unto us now. And we'll see what this, what this, um, what this entails because it's, in, it's very important. A key placed in our hands for an explanation of the, of the messages of what? Revelation, of Revelation 14. Amen. Of the three angels' message. So the key of the sanctuary opens the understanding of the three angels' message. It opens up Revelation 14 as well. It says, continue, next quote, 39.2. It says, let us see what we are warranted to expect from the terms of the, of the message, that we may know what, what to inquire for as a fulfillment. The scope of the message is the gospel, either as a whole or in some of its special phases. And the burden of its announcement is that the hour of the hour of, of God's judgment is come. It says, some judgment work connected with the gospel we are therefore to look for, but the gospel brings to view no work of this kind except that connected with the close of the probation of the human race near the end of time. Still, it cannot be any phase of the judgment after probation has ended, for two other proclamations to men follow it before the Lord appears as symbolized by one like the Son of Man on a white cloud, in verse 14. It says, it can therefore be no other than the work of investigative judgment, which we have seen takes place above, as the sanctuary is cleansed, immediately preceding the coming of Christ. So, as we already know, the, and we went over in the past um, few weeks, is that the 2300 leads you right down into this judgment, this investigative judgment, to see if you have truly done the work of cleansing, cleansing the sanctuary or your, your body, if you've done that of cleansing your, your mind, ultimately. It says, and further... It is, a time, it is a time message based on prophetic periods, for it announces the hour of God's judgment come and, and must consequently bring us to the commencement of that work. Okay, next quote, SCOC 79, paragraph 3. It's second coming of Christ. Says this open and this shut door are thus spoken of in the address um, to the Philadelphia church. Says these are actually I'm gonna jump over the verse. I'll read it. Says these things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth and no man shutteth, and shutteth and no man openeth. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. Revelation 3, 7 and 8. Says the term key of David in this text has direct reference to Christ's reception of the throne of David, which is, which is his rightful throne, the throne of the immortal kingdom. It says, 
and the entire address to the Philadelphia, to Philadelphia, brotherly love, church, applies to that glorious period in the history of Adventists when the power of the midnight cry in the autumn of 1844, every heart beat in union, and every voice was raised in joyful proclamation, behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Was, was, was the door of mercy then shut? No. The truth is so far from this that the coming one declares to his dear awaiting people, Behold, I have set before thee and what? An open door. It says, The door our great high priest opened when he entered upon the work of cleansing the heavenly sanctuary from the sins of all his people. So that's what the door, that, um, that, that's, that's what the door opened was um, signifying to them. The cleansing from the cleansing of the people, cleansing the sins from cleansing the heavenly sanctuary from the sins of all the people, and thus cleansing their their sins. It says before the ark of the Ten Commandments and the mercy seat, he stands ready to offer his blood in behalf of all who will by faith enter with him. So, this open door is is one that we must see in 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 these coming events. We have to understand. What this this um this also means, but let us continue. Daniel nine verse twenty to twenty two twenty three. So we saw Daniel in all the way up from one to well three to nineteen. We see Daniel confessing the sins of um of himself and his people, and he's praying. He's in sackcloth and ashes. He's in, in confession. And he's doing the work of the Day of Atonement. Amen? Amen? So Daniel is setting a guide for all of us at the end of the world. And in this great Day of Atonement. Amen. In this great Day of Atonement. So, so thus, Daniel is here standing in his lot, doing the work that, that, was, that was first appointed unto him, that he may be a guide unto us here at the end of the world. Confess your sins. Um, confess the sins of your, of your fathers. Um, yeah, confess your sin to the fathers, accept the punishment, and yeah, there is one more. There's four of them, but I'm slipping from my mind at this moment. But let's continue. It says in verse 20, so 3 to 19, this, this work of confession was, was done. And it says, it says, and while, and while I was speaking and praying and confessing my sins and the sin of my people Israel, and presenting my supplication before the Lord God, the Lord my God, for the holy mountain of my God. Yea, whilst I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, touched me, and the time, about the time of the evening oblation. Amen? So, because the evening and the morning is what? Yeah. Amen. It's the 2300 days. This is vision of the evening and the, the morning. So this is, this is, this is giving us the, the context. But it says, and he did what? In verse 22. He and he informed me. So he brought him out of his confusion and gave him knowledge. He informed him. So he, so, upon the amen, upon the sanctuary. So he's, amen, he's given him this key. And it says, at the beginning of thy supplications, actually, yeah, I'm going to skip over that. But that word, that word in verse 21, that word touched, it means, it means to join. So, 
Amen. It means to, to draw nigh, join, yeah, draw nigh or to, to join or join near. So, so when Gabriel came to, to, um, to touch him, he joined him. He stayed by his side. He was with him throughout his, throughout his, um, the, the, the remainder of his, of his walk. So when Daniel came and he was touched these three times, it was him, it was him confirming that Gabriel was going to be there with him. That the angel that covered him was this 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 one angel Gabriel. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. Teaching. Teaching 2300. Yep. They're not teaching the 1260. Lord, forgive our people for not teaching the 490. Amen. Teaching the seven thunders. We're not teaching. That's what we pray for. Amen. Yes. Because that's what they're breaking. Mm hmm. Ellen White says every error is sin. This is what we can pray for. Amen. Because they took the key of knowledge away and all that there is a knowledge on the charge. We gotta, confess, charge. It. We gotta yeah. confess it on their behalf. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yeah, because yeah, that's what Job did, and that's what someone else did. All of them. Abraham. Yeah. All, Abraham, yeah. Mordecai did the same thing. They all they all have done the same all thing. Amen. And like Swindon says, he says they have they have lost the spirit of prophecy because they have turned away from from the the these these charts. Amen. So, yeah. Yes. That's when heaven comes because they're praying for the same thing. Amen. They're asking Christ forgive them for doing that, forgive them for not teaching that, and Christ said, Father, forgive them for not doing that. That's uh, the amen. spirit. Mm -hmm. that, that, that's, yeah, the amen. The sanctuary shows you your work amen. as well as Christ. Amen. At the very same time, it shows you that position and work. Amen. So, amen. So Gabriel comes, like like Kennard is saying, to join in in that prayer because like seeks like. Amen. So, Amen. And like Kanar um, says, it says in from Psalms 91, it says, For he shall give his angels charge over thee. So Gabriel had to keep thee in the way. Yeah, amen. And thy way, O Lord, is in the sanctuary. So Amen. So the Lord needs to resurrect an angel to give them he has to resurrect from the spirit of prophecy. Because it's the prophet that he's given charge. And that prophet, like Daniel, is connected to an to the angel of prophecy, which the pioneer says is Gabriel. Christ wants to connect Gabriel to this church once again. Amen. You know, and then it's Christ himself again. Daniel is a symbol of the church. Yeah, the church. Yeah, because he is touched. Yep, he's joined. Yep, he's joined on to them. Gabriel is with the Seventh Day Adventist Church. He's joined to this church. Amen. And I had, I had another one too. So he said, God sent His angel to move up on the heart of a farmer to join himself to those mills. Okay. Amen. Yeah. 
Okay, let's let's continue. Revelation, um, Revelation. Let's go back into Revelation three seven, and read in the bold. It says, "These things save he that is holy, he that is true." So Daniel is also one that has now uh, that has now become holy, that has now become certain or or, or established, and now he is given the the key the key of David, so that he can open the sanctuary, and um. He can open it and no man shut it and shut it and no man open it. Just like Elijah, that only Elijah could have brought rain or brought, um, brought famine, brought drought. In e EW 258, paragraph 2, this is, and this was speaking of, of, um, of William, of, um, yeah, of Miller, where his, his, um, where after he died and his, his ashes were being um, were guarded. He says, angels, watch, over, watch the precious dust of this servant. So even into his death, there was an angel that was appointed, amen, that was given charge over him and was kept with him. No, they can't. Amen. Because, amen. Because, um, and our standard was Christ. It says, when Humanity, that divinity did not die. Humanity died. Humanity did die. But divinity stayed in the, in the altar with his humanity. Can't leave. Once he became man, he's joined to humanity. Amen. humanity has to have a constant Amen. But, but this is why I said it is, it's sad for those who, um, who have turned against those things. Because the Lord shows us. Through, through his servant in 2SG, 277 paragraph 3, says, I saw that the angels of God are not to, to force or bend the will of the, of the individual. Oh, of the individual they watch over. It says, they are, these are the, the gentle chide, uh, chid, chide, chide, uh, 2SG, 277.3. It says, warn and guard. It says, Satan can never force back these holy angels from their charge. So these holy angels that have charge over, over, these, um, over these people, like Gabriel over Daniel, or the angels that the Lord gives unto us for, um, for, for, um, for to have charge over us, Satan cannot remove them. Amen. It says, none can do this but the individual that they are watching over. So we could own, the only thing we have to fear is ourselves. We must fear the things that we think, we say, and we do. We can, like we, um, like we said in, in past presentations, the only one that can keep us out of heaven is ourselves. We must guard every facet of, of ourselves, that we do not um, bar ourselves from the kingdom. It says, next bold. Says, but if individuals can continue to retain their their own will, choose their own course, and have their their own way, the angels the, the angels leave them in sadness. So. So yeah. So this key is also 
is also is is also one of these one of these these angels or just like with Daniel as he was touched three times three angels came to to be uh, um to be with him to be in his mix three angels message yes exactly amen the three angels message had charge over seven day adventists but because of the because of the um the, the elders or the leaders in Adventism that wanted to be like the heathen, they wanted to remove the three angels that were, that were over us. These three angels that were joined unto us. Speak up. You brought in the example of Christ with his divinity was in, in, the, in the tomb with him. Oh yes, yes. There were two angels guarding it, and then, then the the third came, and told the told the one to remove the the the, the stone from before it. Yes, that's nice. Now, that's also those those three touches. Yes, those three angels. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. Yes, because he's our example in all things. But Luke eleven fifty two. It says, woe unto you, woe unto you. Oh, yes. Keep, keep this in mind. Keep in mind who, um, who Christ is speaking to at, at this time. It says, woe unto you, what? Lawyers. Lawyers. Okay. It's for, for ye have taken away the key of knowledge. Ye have, entered, ye have entered not in yourselves, and them that were entering, entering in ye hindered. So, so um, Christ says, woe unto you, lawyers, all right? Now let's go to Malachi 2. It says, for the, for the what? Priest. For the priest's lips, he says, should keep knowledge, and they should keep the law at his mouth. For he is, amen, yes, seek the law at his mouth. And, oh, for he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts. But ye are departed out of the way. Ye have caused many to stumble at the law. Ye have corrupted the covenant of Levi, saith the Lord of hosts. Therefore have I also made a contemptible and base before all the people, according as ye have not kept my ways, but have been partial in the law. So the priests, they, were, they did the same thing that the Lord was saying in, um, in Luke 11, that, that they took away the key of knowledge. For he says that, say, ye departed out of the way, and ye have caused many to stumble at the law because they did, were not teaching the law. So just like the lawyers who are keepers of the law, the priests were also to be keepers of the law. Lawyers, both in the lawyers keep the law in the state and the priests, they keep the law in the church. So Luke and Malachi, they're speaking to, to, to these separate, um, these two entities, both the, the, the state and in the, and in the church. Both are keepers of the law, just laws of the land and laws of, of the church. So we should see even now that the, the lawyers, which are also a symbol of, of, of the statesmen and these governors and so on and so forth, they, a woe must be pronounced unto them because they are also um, taking away the key of knowledge. They're taking away the law.
Okay, so Matthew 23, verse 12 and 13 says, And whoso shall exalt himself shall be abased, and he that shall humble himself shall be exalted. Amen. Yes, they were, the lawyers were the, um, the priests. Oh, masters of divinity. Yes, yes. The same thing that nominal Adventists are teaching now, that they are taking in a masters of divinity. Yeah, they, they, they're making themselves gods. But, but they are men. Matthew 23, um, verse 13, it says, But woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. It says, For ye neither go in yourselves, neither suffer ye them um, that are entered, entering to go in. It's the same thing that was said in Malachi. Because Malachi says that, oh yeah, it says, therefore, it says, have I also made you contentable and base? He has cast them down before all the people, according as ye have not kept my ways, but have been partial in the law. So the Lord abased them because of, of the law that they did not exalt. And in base and and by abasing them, he has removed the key that he want, he once gave unto them, and he's going to give it unto his to his son because Ezekiel tells us he will overturn, overturn, overturn until he he comes and give it to whose right it is. So Revelation one verse five and six it says, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our, from our sins and in his own blood. So that's what we first must, must do. Just like Daniel, we must be washed from our sins in his blood and hath made us kings and priests unto God and, un, and his father, making us lawyers and priests. It says, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So when we are given this key, he... He also, he allows us to be keepers of his law. And in being keepers of this law, we see, we see in 2 Chronicles the, 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 um, the condemnation that we must speak unto these, unto these priests. Can I have a reader for 2 Chronicles um, 29, please? 3 to 7? Yes. He in the first year of his reign, in the first month, opened the doors of the house of the Lord and repaired them. And he brought in the priests and the Levites and gathered them together into the east street and said unto them, Hear me, ye Levites, sanctify now yourselves and sanctify the house of the Lord God of your fathers and carry forth the filthiness out of the holy place. For our fathers have trespassed, and done that which was evil in the sight of the Holy Lord our God, and have and have forsaken him, and done and have turned away their faces from the habitation of the Lord and turned their backs. Also, they have shut up the doors of the porch, and put out the lamps, and have not also and have not burned incense, nor offered burnt offerings in the place in the holy, in the holy place. place unto the God of Israel. Okay, so 
this is what we have to, to speak unto these, these elders, unto these, these leaders, these masters of divinity that have, that have, um, that have taken the key and, and hindered people from, from, go, from, amen, from entering in and do, amen, because they would not enter, because they would not honor the, the things that are upon these charts because they were not teaching the 2520, the 2300, the 1290, the 1260, the 1335, and all, the 490, all these things. Because they were not doing these things, the Lord will, this message must be given to them, and the key of knowledge must be taken from them and given to another. Isaiah 22, it says, And I will fasten, and I will fasten him as a nail in a short place. This is what the Lord is, is saying to us. Because he, he removes the key from them and gives it unto those, um, those who are represented as Daniel standing in his lot. Says, he says, he will make them a nail in a short place and he shall be for a glorious throne to, to his father's house. He says, and they shall hang upon, upon him all the, all the glory of his father's house, the offspring and the issue, all the vessels of small quantity, from the vessels of, of cups, even to all the vessels of flagons. In that day, saith the Lord of hosts, shall the nail that is fastened in the short place be removed and be cut down and fall, and the burden that was upon it shall be cut off, for the Lord hath spoken it. So from the time the, um, the midnight cry goes forth, there will be a, a nail in a sure place. And the, the Lord would, 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 would um, give us the key that would open, open up the doors back, in, um, back to the sanctuary and would allow others to come and to, to go in and to come out. And, and Moses and, um, and, and Elijah. Amen. They can go in and come out. They can go in and come out. Amen. Amen. Because you saw Moses going into Egypt and coming out of Egypt. Egypt is a symbol of the world. So he was going into the world and he was coming out. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Because it is on earth as it is in heaven. Because it, it, the sanctuary opens up the position and work of, of Christ. So it's, it's, it's important for us that we may receive this, this key. Okay. Matthew 16, because the same thing happened with the disciples. Because if he did it to the disciples, if we're modern day disciples, this would also this the same thing is gonna um, the same thing is gonna occur. Matthew 16 and verse 19. He says, And I will give unto thee the what? The keys of the kingdom of heaven. These are these keys. It says, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth, thou shalt um, shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. It is the, the, the opening up of these, of, these, of, of these things, of the sanctuary, so that they can go in and come out. Amen. Yes, going in, amen, so then going in and coming out is, is the holy place work. Yep, it's the, the Passover. Amen. That amen, the, that daily work. That, that came to my mind and it slipped my mind, but praise God. It's that daily ministration. So, so yeah, so in Matthew 16, from them confessing that they, 
they confess in Christ, confessing that they found the Messiah, these, this, um, this, the keys of the kingdom of heaven was given. So it is, no, it is no coincidence that the Lord has given us this understanding because we have stated that we have found the Messiah. We have stated that, we, um, that, that, that he is Christ, the son of the living God. So the next step is verse 19, where the keys of the kingdom of heaven is given. So once we honor these, these things, it's step by step. The whole Bible is now coming into, into play where it is a one, one full, one full um, systematic order of where Daniel went down into praying. He confessed his sins. He confessed the sins of his people. The key of, and understanding of the 2300 was given unto him. So the kingdom of heaven was now unlocked unto him. So the same thing is taking place with, um, with the disciples in Matthew 16. They confessed Christ. They confessed their sins. So the keys of the kingdom of heaven were given unto them. These keys to, oh yes, let me write that. These keys, this key actually, because it's one singular key, because it's one message. This key is, is, is given unto um, to those who accept this, this truth. Now, next quote from DA 413, paragraph 5. It says, Peter had expressed the truth, which is the foundation of the church's faith. So, by express, so what he expressed in saying, in saying to, to Christ um, that thou art Christ, he said, Thou art the one that's going to save us from our sins. By saying that very thing, he said the entire 2300. Just in that one statement, in that one phrase, he condensed it. He condensed the entire 2300 into that one phrase. Because he, he confessed the foundation of the Adventist faith. Says, and it says, and Jesus now honored him as the representative of the whole body of believers. Next quote, EV 221 paragraph 2 says, the correct understanding of the ministration in the heavenly sanctuary is the foundation of our faith. GC 409 paragraph 1, it says, the scripture, which above all, all others, had been both the foundation and the, cent and the central pillar of the Advent faith, was the declaration, was the declaration Unto 2,300 days, then shall the sanctuary be cleansed. These had been familiar words to all believers in the Lord's soon coming. By the lips of thousands was the prophecy repeated as the watchword of their faith. So, so by proclaiming this, all we're doing is joining the, the, the band of faithful saints that have gone before us. We're just joining onto that path that was elevated above the world. That's, they, this, is, this is what um, she's saying. We're joining those who have gone before us. All those that had their blood upon the walls on, that na on the narrow path. Revelation 4, verse 1 to 4. It says, After this, I looked and behold a door what? A door open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was as it were a trumpet talking with me, and which said, Come up hither, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. So 
the sanctuary, Eloi says, it opens up what? The past, the present, and the future. So Revelation 14 is already telling us that by saying that I will show, yeah, 4 verse 1, amen. I will show thee things which must be hereafter. I will show thee the 2300, the things that are hereafter, the future things. But how does he show us the future things? By the past things. And by looking at the past things, you see your present. So it's... It's, it's, it's nice. By showing the hereafter, the Lord shows all, all, shows all three. It says, And immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. And he that, and he that sat was to look upon, look upon like, like a jasper and a sardis stone. Jumping to the next quote. It says, in, Reading the bold from 2MR 96.1 says, nothing is gained by endeavoring to prove by argument the divine origin of the Bible. It is its own expositor. It carries its own what? Its own keys. It, the Bible carries its own keys. Amen. It says, scripture unlocks scripture. If we do not see the truth in the Bible, it is because our opinions and prejudices have been, have been laid at the door. Have not. Amen. Yes have not been laid at the door of investigation. So these are the keys that will be, that will be given unto us. The, the Bible, Bible. Yes. The Bible itself. See in a new, new light. Amen. The Bible itself will be seen in a new light. The Bible itself will be given unto us. A new understanding, a new unfolding of the things that the, um, that the Lord will give, un will, will give unto us. A new revelations of His character. It says the keys of the kingdom of heaven are the what? Are the words of Christ. All the words of holy scripture are his and are here included. These words have the power to open and to shut heaven. So the words of Christ, the Bible, is the key. Just right there. It says they declare the conditions upon which men are received or rejected. It says, thus, the work of, of those who preach God's word is a savor of life unto life or of death unto death. Amen. It says, theirs is a mission weighed with eternal, eternal results. So now let's bring back to mind Matthew 16. Because... Um, Matthew 16 says that the, the kingdom, that the Lord says, and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. So the keys of the kingdom of heaven are the words of Christ. So if these are the words of Christ, these are the Bible, then these are the things that would, that would um, be given unto us. But the Lord continues. And as he continues, he shows us what we must um, um, go into. Because Revelation 4 the Lord says that he will show him the things hereafter. So if he showed it to John, he has to also see it, show it to his disciples. Amen? Amen. So verse 21 says, From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go to Jerusalem. Matter of fact, we read this again. Because the Bible, all the Bible is talking about whom? About who three individuals? Christ. Christ Satan, Satan. And who else? And ourselves. So let's read this. And as if we, as if the Lord is talking to ourselves, 
It says, from that time forth, right? From, from what time forth? From the time he gives us the keys. From the time he gives us the key, he will give us this revelation. So you have one revelation where, where Christ opens up the, where Christ tells us of the 2300, amen? Where he tells us um, who the Messiah is. We have a second revelation where the Lord now opens up the 2300. That's what happened with Daniel. Amen. Daniel 8, he brought unto him the 2300. Daniel 9, he opens up the 2300 and breaks it down. Amen. So this second touch, this second revelation in Daniel 9, and then now this third revelation he gives unto us is, is the things that are hereafter. Amen. Because in the second, the keys are given. So, and we're saying that we're, where we have found the Messiah and he's given us this key even now. So if he's given us this key even now, then verse 21 is, is about to come. Verse 21 is eminent, is, is right before us. So it says, it says, from that time forth began Jesus to show, to show unto us how that he, no matter of fact, how that we must go to the eastern states. How must we, how we must go to Adventists? It says, and do what? And do what? Suffer many things. Because now that the Lord is opening up these things unto us, Satan is wroth. He's going to try to make way many. Amen. Because he knows what's coming. He's seen it, he's seen it many times over these 6,000 years. So he knows what's about to come. So how we must suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. These things also come with the glorious things the Lord opens up. These solemn and humbling things. We must take the good with the bad. So we must take these as well and we must say amen for these same things. Just as, just as how we were saying amen to receive these keys. We must also receive the cross and say, Amen. Amen. Coming down to a close. It says, Now was seen the application of those words of Christ in the Revelation, addressed to the church at this very time. These things, these things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth and no man shutteth, and shutteth and no man openeth. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee a door, a open door, and, and no man can shut it. it. It is those who by faith follow Jesus in the great work of atonement. It is those, it is us, if we are faithful, if we follow Jesus in the great work of atonement, who receive the benefits of his mediation in their behalf, while those who reject the light which brings to view this work of ministration are, are not benefited there, um, thereby. The Jews who rejected the light given at Christ's first advent and refused to believe on him as the Savior of the world could not receive pardon through him. When Jesus at his ascension entered by his blood into the heavenly sanctuary to shed upon his disciples the blessings of his mediation, the Jews were left in total darkness to continue their useless sacrifices and offerings. Amen. The key is taken from them. Yes, amen. So, so those, who, those who lose that key, just like Ananias and Sapphira, they're basically dead. Just complete confusion. 
leaves them at that point. Amen. And just like Saul, when Saul, he lost, when he lost the crown, he went right into darkness, right into um, the witch of Endor. The same darkness is going to be um, upon those who the key is taken from. It says the ministration of types and shadows had ceased. The door by which men had formerly found access to God was now was no longer open. It says the Jews had refused to seek him in, in the only way, only way whereby he could then be found through the ministration in the sanctuary in heaven. Therefore, they found no communion with God. It says to them, the door was shut. They had no knowledge of Christ as the true sacrifice and, and the only mediator before God. Hence, they could not receive the benefits of his mediation. That's a, it's a, a, a scary thing that, that no longer can, can um, someone mediate on your behalf before the Lord. Amen. Hebrews 6 verse 4 says, For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift, that key, and were partakers of the Holy Ghost, to, to then be um, brought back into, into the fold. Yes, amen. Matthew 16 was the fifth day, the fifth day fourth month, where the Lord given give this, this, this unto us. When he first began to touch us, and then even in that time, the Lord was showing us a lot of the work, the ministration of the angels. And the Lord was opening up the angels unto us so that we can understand that, that, that um, understand and see those who were in our midst and who were in our, our congregation. Those very same angels that he appointed unto us. But this work, this light upon the, the 2300 is a, is a, Vast and a very important one. And we all must, must take these things to heart so that the Lord can continue to, to touch us, continue to give us his garment, continue to give us the crown, continue to, to wash us clean, to continue to give us more revelations, and continue to blot out our sins so that we may enter into his glorious kingdom. But without um, the kingdom of grace, we cannot enter into the kingdom of glory. So I pray that we, we follow in these things and truly understand our foundation. Amen? Let us close with a word of prayer. Merciful Father and our God, we thank you, Lord, for um, how you have kept us all this way. And Lord, I pray that we may come high up to the, the standard, that we may cast off the things that, that, that do defile us, the things that, that um, bring dishonor unto you, and, and put on thy, thy character. Please um, forgive us even now for, for all that we have done. Forgive us for, for um, our slow of, of, of being under, um, our being slow of understanding. And I pray that, that you may pour out much oil upon us, helping us to come up to the standard in which you would have us to be. Help us, O oh Lord, and please save us from ourselves. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.